And um, we're going to go to the book of Exodus, 15th chapter, and uh, read the first two verses of 15th chapter of Exodus. Hallelujah. Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord. And spoke, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt Him. <laughs> Brother Travis sung about that last weekend, about Moses and him getting down to the Red Sea shore. And after they crossed and the enemy destroyed, they began to worship God, begin to sing. Hallelujah. The Lord. Sing unto the Lord, for he's triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. Let's pray. Lords, we come today, we thank you and we praise you for the privilege of being in your house on today. Thank you, God, for what we've already felt in our hearts. I pray, God, your blessings upon those that are out of town and on the road. We pray, God, for the rest of this service that your anointing will be upon this word that we may speak, that will encourage, lift up, and edify your body. In Jesus' name, does the church say, Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. I want to be talking today on the subject, Appreciating the Goodness of God. And a subtitle of that would be, Taking Time to Remember. Appreciating the Goodness of God taking time to remember. Now, before I get started in the main message, I want to take briefly just a few minutes to do something that majority of school teachers don't do any longer, and that is teach the history like it really was. This coming week, Americans from all walks of life will celebrate a true American tradition. We call it Thanksgiving. Well, it all began when English settlers from whom we call pilgrims crossed over the Atlantic from England and founded a settlement that was known as Plymouth Colony. There were 102 men, women, and children who traveled on the Mayflower to settle in what was then called the New World. These people were very religious-minded people. They had came out of the Church of England due to the ungodly influence and Uh, and the false uh, religion that it was uh, 
working in those days. And because of their separation from the church, that main church, they became known as separatists. And immediately, because they come out, they were under very harsh persecution for their faith. They were imprisoned. They had all kinds of persecution that they had to deal with. So they left England to have freedom to worship not every religion but the true Christian faith. That was the purpose. After a long, hard winter, battling the conditions in which they had to live, over half of that 102 people died the first year. Some historians, when writing about this, make this comment that in that first year, they spent more time digging graves than building houses. Think about that. Those who survived united together to give thanks unto God for allowing them to overcome. And along with the feast that followed, that lasted more than one day, by the way, Thanksgiving became a foundation stone in the development of the American culture. I want everybody to understand and know the things that you have today, the things that we are blessed with today in this country, people, men, women, and children gave their lives so we can have what we have today. People laid down their lives. We don't have a clue. I can read it in history books, but I don't have a clue, really, how those people suffered and endured. And their main aim, their main aim was to expand and carry the Christian faith Hallelujah. Because I know it's not politically correct today, but I'm telling you today, there's only one God, and his name is Jesus. It's not Mohammed. It's not Confucius. Amen. It's not none of those. It's not all that other yoga stuff that even some Christian people getting caught up today, which is no more than a Middle Eastern religion. Look it up. Hallelujah. There's only one faith, one Lord. Hallelujah. I'm thankful, first of all, to those men, women, and children who endured such problems so we can have liberty and freedom to do what we are doing here today. But you know what? Times have really changed since that first Thanksgiving celebration so long ago. We live in a fast-paced world 
constantly moving and on the go. We rarely slow down, much less stop for anything, unless we are forced to stop when some tragedy crosses our path. We all get caught up in this hustle. We all get caught up with just, just go, 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 run, 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 do this, do that, do that. And most of the time, like I said, we don't even slow down, much less stop for anything. But it amazes me, some people who won't slow down and stop for nothing, for God, their family, or, or nothing else, because they figure, like, I got to do this, I got to get this done, I got to do all this. When tragedy strikes, or we have a death in the family, people are forced to stop then, at least for a little while. At least for a little while. Much is said these days concerning the need to return to the principles our nation was founded on. We hear it a lot. We talk of America needing revival and placing God back in the schools and in the government. But I'm fully convinced. I said I am fully convinced that the only way that that can happen is first we all stop and take the time to remember our blessings and live our lives, not just one day, but live our lives in appreciation of the goodness of our God. Until we can take some time, until we stop and forget that stuff that ain't going to mean a dead burn thing one split second after you quit breathing. Come on, somebody. All this stuff that we go crazy over, we lose our minds, amen, and get, and get all caught up in and get out of shape over, none of it, none of it will mount to a hill of beans one second after your heart stops beating. What does matter? It's not how long that we live, but it's the life that we put in those years. Can somebody say amen? We need to be able to, to stop from time to time, to appreciate the goodness of our God, to take time to remember what he has done. That curve all down here in Nashville Amen. That connected down at Bradley Parkway and I-65, where that school bus flipped over the other day. I've went over that road hundreds of times with a busload of kids, and I thank God that was not me. That was not my bus. That was not my children. And there have been times, many times. I can't tell you how many times all the years I've driven that somebody pulled out in front of me or did this or 
but the hand of God guided me. Amen. And helped me to get away into safety. And I am going to take the time to appreciate my God because I don't attribute that to my skill. I attribute it all to the mighty hand of God. Time after time, the Lord has moved in my life. He's moved in your life. As I stand here and look over the congregation, I remember testimonies that many of you have given down through the years how God has worked and moved in your life. I'm going to tell you something. If we as Americans would take more time stopping and remembering how God has blessed us down through the years and appreciate his goodness, if we would spend more time doing that than cramming turkey down our mouth or pumpkin pie or whatever it may be, whatever whatever it is, or sitting there watching four football games at one time by flipping the stations, spending a little time saying, God, I thank you. God, I praise you. I glorify your name. Because I realize, Lord, if it had not been for your providence, I would not be here this morning. Hallelujah. If it had not been for the Lord, well, glory, praise God. I'm, I'm feeling it well enough within me right now. Hallelujah. Let me share a couple of things with you as I'm talking about taking some time to stop. And that number one thing, the first one, we, want, we need to stop to praise. We need to stop to praise. We need to praise God in every aspect of our life. We need to learn to give Him praise and honor in everything. In Psalms 104, verse 33, it says this, I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. Not just on Thanksgiving. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I'm going to, oh, I, I'm sorry. Amen. If I sing out of tune or you don't like my voice, but that ain't going to stop me from singing. Glory to God. I'm going to sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God. When God delivered Moses and the Israelites from Pharaoh's army, they took the time. Hey, after being in Egypt for 400 years, 
they was anxious to see that land flowing with milk and honey. But that milk and honey wasn't near as important for them to stop and take some time to give God some praise for what they just seen take place. Somebody, hallelujah, when God delivered Moses and the children of Israel from all of Pharaoh's army, they stopped and took the time to sing praise to God and to demonstrate their appreciation for his goodness in saving them. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say, do you mean to tell me, amen, we need to get loud? Sometimes we do. Hallelujah. You mean we need to do, hey, there needs to be some type of demonstration in your life. Amen. That you demonstrate to the world that you give thanks and glory to God. I was driving the school bus the other day. And if you think it gets loud around here, it ain't half as loud as what it is on that bus sometimes. And as I was going along, I began to I began to sing. Just been kind of well up within me. I can I can pick up that microphone, that intercom. I can turn up full blast sometimes. I can't get their attention. Couldn't get them to shut up for nothing. But old Mr. Sam was driving that school bus, heading along. I began to sing praises to the Lord. I began to hear get quiet. I could hear whispers. What's Mr. Sam doing? I could hear somebody else behind me say, He's singing. I don't I don't wait till I get in here to do what I do for my God. I'm only here. Two hours on a Sunday morning. Maybe that's enough time for you to praise God for what he's done for you. But it's not near enough time for me praising God for everything he's done for me. I got I to gotta, I gotta do it on Monday. I got to do it on Tuesday. I got to do it on Wednesday. I got to do it on Thursday and Friday. Oh, yeah, and I'm a seven-day Adventist. I got to do it on Saturday. Remember, Moses and the children of Israel, they stopped and they took the time to worship God. And they began to sing unto God. Exodus 15, 1 and 2, I'm going to read it again. And Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke saying, I will sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse and his rider. He has thrown into the sea. 
I'll find you a tambourine. Come here for a minute. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give me, give me a horse, horse, some others. I know we got more tambourines right here in one. Bring that over here. Get that one. Here, put your phone down here. Get this. Come up here. Now, when Moses, when Moses and all the elders began to sing and worship God, when they got through, there were some sisters around. Marion was one of them's name. Said, we ain't going to let the man folk outdo us around here. So they got the timber. They got the tambourines. They begin to shake them and pray and begin to dance and praise God, singing that same song. If God has done anything in your life, shake that tambourine and give him praise. Yeah! Oh, hallelujah! Let me preach a little longer now. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, this is not, this is not Bible. I would kind of like to think as all them people worship God and them sisters begin to shake those tambourines Worship God, singing about the horse and the rider cast into the sea, that the echoes of that begin to bounce off a of mountain to mountain and finally got to Jericho. They said, oh, Lord, hey, they begin to box up the city. Hallelujah, they got shut in real good because they got concerned about a group of women down there shaking some tambourines headed their way. Read your scripture, you'll find that Jericho shut up tight because they'd heard about how God had delivered them, brought them through the Red Sea. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, we got to always take some time out. We got to stop and take the time to give God some praise for even the things in your life you think it's little. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we need to stop to praise. And then I've already mentioned this, but I want to talk about it a little further. Number two, we need to stop to remember. Stop to remember. I have a whole lot of problems. 
for my memory sometimes. I forget to do things that I should do. And it's, I, I don't know, and the older I get, the worse I get. Somebody told me to tie a string around your finger. Well, then I'd have to tie a string around the other finger to try to remember what I tied that first one for. Hallelujah. So we as human beings, sometimes we're inclined to forget. And what's really bad is when we forget the things that God has done for us. How many, how many sisters that we have in here this morning, mothers, who have given birth to healthy children? Let me see your hand. Do you realize, thank you, how blessed you are? When you look around, you see those children born of this world, not healthy, different kind of diseases and terminal illnesses. If God allowed you to give birth to a child and that child born healthy, you got something to praise God for. And even when you go on from being a mother to a grandmother, you need to remember from time to time. My father worked on the Illinois Railroad for 40 years. He was a switchman. He worked out and riding the yards. He worked out in the area out there that was called that was that's called the hump. And as they put these big long trains together to go different places. They're all loaded, ready to go somewhere. And they take them one by one over this hill. And there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a guard house there. Well, not a guard house, but a, there's a control house. And as that, as that box car tops that and begins to go down, it goes down that hill and it gains space, and that one track, it bleeds in to 15 or 20 different tracks. And they, wherever that boxcar is supposed to be connected to what train, where it's going, that guy up there connects them and pushes the switches and whatever to get them on the right track. Then, back in the early days, back when my dad worked, there'd be somebody riding on the end of that boxcar that after they come together on the back of the other one, they would, uh, uh, to couple them up. And as far as I can remember, it happened before I was born. But as far as I can remember, I can remember my dad taking the time to give a testimony of one night when it was raining and storming and he was working there and he slipped and he began to fall between two cars 
everything happened in his mind went to slow motion like. and He remembers about another man that he worked with. He stayed alive until they took off the pressure to release him. And he died instantly. My dad remembered that. So he thought he was leaving here. The only thing he said, he had time, he says, he said, Lord, just take care of my wife and my children. He said, well, now, as I was going down, he says, I had no control. He said, but my left leg began to come up. He said, and when I hit, I hit straddle of those two couplings. He said, the angel of God protected me that night, and he spent the next 40 years remembering and giving God the praise and giving God the glory. What I'm telling you today is, listen, take some time to remember what God has done for you in your life. Psalms 124, 1 through 5. This is one, if you notice first, that's not part of the, the that's, that song of a sense right there. That's, that, that's really the, the, the title of it. If y'all remember years ago, I spent, I spent several weeks preaching on the ascents as the children of Israel went up to, to Jerusalem. And this is one of those songs that the children of Israel would sing as they went up to the hill of Zion where the temple was built. And this is what they had, they began to sing. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. <laughs> they were going up to church. They wasn't talking about, I wonder what Sister So-and-So is going to be wearing today. They wasn't talking about, I wonder who's going to be singing today. They wasn't saying, well, I hope that preacher don't preach too long today. But as they was going up to the, they began to sing a song and they began to chant. Hallelujah, because they was headed to worship. And they began to sing. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us they would have swallowed us alive when their wrath was kindled against us then the waters would have overwhelmed us the stream would have gone over our soul then the swollen waters would have gone over our soul if it had not been for the Lord <laughs> glory I've got to stand and say today, been many times, Brother Travis, God hadn't been on my side and batting for me, I'd have lost the game. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't mind at all God being my stand-in. <laughs> Glory. If it had not been 
And I think I think just about everybody in here can can say that, yeah. Had it not been for the Lord, it was on my side. And then let's go to the final scripture. Amen. Psalms 105, verses 1 through 5 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Remember his marvelous works, which he has done, his wonders and the judgment of his mouth. It has been thousands of years. But the Jewish people today still have a special time that they remember about the horse and the rider. <laughs> Glory to God. They got a special feast day. They even have a day to praise God for what didn't happen. That's what I was doing a while ago when I talked about that school bus the other day. It was one driver from another county. Went around that curve, flipped it. I've been around that curve hundreds and hundreds of times. It didn't flip. I'm going to praise him for it. See, when Haman and all his gang, they made a decision that on a certain day, they picked out the day. On a certain day, they were going to wipe off the Jews. They were going to get rid of them all. Haman built the gallows. Ready to celebrate. Hallelujah. The day came and it went. Haman was hung on his own gallows. Then after that, every year, Brother Bobby, they set a day to praise God for what didn't happen. So to all can say, I was in that wreck, but I didn't die. Some of you can say, the devil attacked me with this sickness. Hallelujah, Brother Paul. Hallelujah, there are many things of the devil. But you're still here this morning. You can praise God for what didn't happen. You could have died when you had that heart attack, but it didn't happen because the Lord on your side. Glory. Let's all stand together. Hallelujah. Glory. So I'm going to praise God for what he does and for what don't happen.